0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, December 2nd. I'm Sarah Reith. Tax revolts have a storied place in American history. Going back to the Boston Tea Party when the Sons of Liberty set off a revolution by destroying an entire shipment of British tea to protest taxation without representation. More recently, Flow Cannabis Company co-founders Michael Steinmetz and Flavia Cassani invited California cannabis businesses to join them in withholding cultivation taxes until they see real, actionable change, presumably in California's cannabis tax structure. In a recent article in Medium, they declared that they would recommend to their board that, instead of paying the tax, they place the estimated amount in an escrow account until the change takes place. Steinmetz did not respond to an email or a phone call asking him to comment for this story, though he did speak with the Sacramento Bee shortly after the editorial appeared. The California Department of Tax and Fee Administration recently announced that taxes on flour, leaves, and fresh cannabis per ounce will go up next month due to inflation. All three taxes rest squarely on licensed cultivators. And so does the risk in the strategy of withholding the tax, according to Omar Figueroa, a longtime cannabis attorney in Sonoma County.
1: Cultivators are required to pay the cultivation tax when they transfer the cannabis to distribution companies like Flocana. And so if the distributor does not pass those taxes on to the state because the distribution companies are supposed to be surrogate tax collectors for the state, so if they fail to do their duty, they are putting the cultivators at risk. And uh, cultivators would be wise to make sure that they get receipts showing that they've uh, remitted the taxes to the distribution companies so that um, they can clear themselves from liability.
0: There can be severe consequences for failing to pay the cannabis cultivation tax. Under the Revenue and Taxation Code, any licensee who does not pay their taxes is subject to a penalty of half the amount owed, plus the taxes they owe, and could lose their license.
1: I don't know who gives them legal advice, but there's no provision that says if you put the taxes not paid into an escrow account, you don't have to pay penalties and you cannot get revoked. There's no such provision in the law.
0: Local cannabis policy and trade associations are sticking to old-fashioned advocacy and organizing to address the cannabis tax structure. The Origins Council is a nonprofit education research and policy advocacy group that partners with cannabis trade associations, including the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance all over the state. Executive Director Janine Coleman says there's a robust conversation about the tax structure in Sacramento, and she's optimistic about the next few months. And Michael Katz, the Executive Director of the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance, says the tax increase does come at a tough time for small growers.
2: This year, even more than last year, there have been challenges in the marketplace related to prices going down, substantial oversupply that didn't even exist when the previous tax increase was avoided. And so the community is really uh, aware of this tax increase and it's really created a lot of frustration.
0: He gets it, but... And he's taking a measured approach to change-making.
2: The full industry understands the frustration. And the way that we as an organization have approached it is by continuing to ramp up our collective voice and by engaging with regulators and legislators on these issues that are the most urgent that we face. And that includes addressing cultivation taxes immediately, expanding market access immediately, providing an opportunity for license following, which would enable cultivators to not continue to pay and operate their cannabis businesses and pay on their licenses, but be able to continue working towards their full compliance in such a way that they would not be removed from the program while they're taking a pause on their cultivation or business practices. Uh, And again, things like normalizing cannabis cultivation as agriculture, which would create parity for cannabis farmers and other farmers and provide more protections and support just on a fundamental business level. So how do we really approach these issues with the goal in mind of creating actual change that's going to benefit folks without having unintended negative consequences that may hurt these people who are already so burdened by this system.
0: As for Figueroa, he respects those who resist a system they view as unjust, but he doesn't think Flow Cannabis Company is in the same league as the great conscientious objectors.
1: My mentor, Tony Serra, you know, was a tax protester and went to federal prison three times for refusing to pay war taxes. But that, I don't think that that's the same situation. Here we have a profit-seeking entity, Flocana, that's all about making money. And they're not objecting to the taxes being used for militaristic purposes. Their objection is that they're not able to profit enough.
0: He does agree that the cannabis industry is overtaxed, which he thinks is counter to the language and the intent of Prop 64. Sometimes it's said
1: that Proposition 64 baked into law the cultivation tax at a rate of $9.25 per ounce. And so if it's baked into law and cannot be changed by the legislature, one idea I have is to come up with a tax credit to cancel out the cultivation tax. So if for whatever reason, the cultivation tax cannot be suspended or it cannot be rescinded, then there's a way to cancel it out by offering a tax credit.
0: He plans to flesh out that idea this month's Emerald Cup at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.